Hello and welcome back to the Conversation Hat podcast, a show for geeks, artists and terrible people. In this episode, me, Liam and my good buddy co-host Ben have to answer which folk traditions do we wish would die, where did we first encounter yodeling and we have to come up with a brand new signature cocktail. All this and much more in episode 151 question mark because i'm guessing of the conversation hat podcast if you've been enjoying the conversation hat podcast which i imagine you have because you've been listening for all this time it would be wonderful if you could demonstrate that by leaving us a lovely little review wherever you're listening to this podcast wherever that happens to be and if wherever that happens to be doesn't allow you to leave a review if you wanted to go to podchaser.com search for the conversation hat and leave us a lovely review there that would be brilliant now i'm not saying you have to leave us a five-star review on Podchaser, but if you happen to leave us a five-star review on Podchaser, we'll read it out in the show, in this bit, this bit that's happening now. All right, that's enough for me. Let's get on with the show. The Conversation Hat Podcast. Ben, today's podcast is spent, spun, 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 spun. Is it? That's difficult. Option one or two, Ben. Do you want to try again? Ben, option one or well, two. You biffed it with one, so let's go with two. Ben, today's episode is sponsored by Aspidrill. Aspidrill? What do they have to offer our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a pun, but you didn't tell me what the pun was of. Aspidrill. You came up with this one. How did I come up with this? Not Aspid, because what's the product? What's the thing? What are you saying to me? You're aspidrils. accusing me of coming up with aspidrill, which I'm assuming you mean espadrill, like no, your shoes. No, you told me aspidrill. Why did I tell you aspidrill? It's like when es- did this happen? It's like I wasn't there. You were. I'm making this up. This was another meeting that you've had in your head that you didn't no, no. tell me about. I swear to God, you said, I was like, what would be a funny fake sponsorship? And you said, aspidrills. And I was like, what is that? And you said, it's like an espadrill, but misspelled. That this was a wild. While ago, but this is a thing that happened. I don't believe you. What is Aspadrill? <laughs> is a company that sells boring tools. Wow. Um, but they do not accept money. You must twerk. <laughs> you twerk hard for the money. To get one drill requires ass. Ass per drill. I get it. It is technically a pun. I've checked. So I'm going to drill, drill that booty, baby. Uh, you're going to go to booty, booty workout, booty boot camp. Can booty we do, camp. can I have that again with less enthusiasm? Uh, what did I say? Not sure. Uh, got to drill that ass, baby. Yeah. Booty boot camp. Booty boot camp. I mean, you can just pull a question out straight away if you'd rather. I, I, no, I would rather do that, but you keep making me do these fucking sponsorships that yeah, I always funny. forget about. <laughs> Not that I could plan anything for them anyway when yeah. you accuse me of doing things that I didn't do that weren't funny. Yeah. Nothing I ever do is unfunny. I'm constantly hilarious all the time, forever. Well done. I'm very proud of you. It's 
Invent a new cock. Tail. <laughs> Recipe plus name. A cocktail is, I believe, three or more ingredients. Yes. Which is why a Cuba Libre is only a cocktail if you put ice in it, which I love. Um, I think it would have to have a lime wedge. I don't know if ice yeah. would count. There's a chart. I, I My brother got me a book about cocktails, and it's basically a man who's like found a way to kind of be a dick about cocktails, as men often do. And it's got a little chart in it that, that has, like, if you have, like, a standard mixer and then one of the standard boozes. So, like, down the left-hand side goes um, Coke, ginger ale, orange juice, tonic water, soda water, and then across the top is uh, vodka, gin, tequila, um, uh, rum. Mm -hmm. And then what it makes if you combine those things. So, like, like anything that's got rum in it is... um, Anything that's got vodka in it is a Moscow something. So a Moscow mule is vodka and ginger ale, or Ugh. ginger beer. Pretty foul. Tequila and ginger ale is really nice. I can't remember mm. what that was called. I might find this image and put I'm it on the show. not a fan of the ginger ale. You're not a fan of ginger ale? I'm not a fan of the ginger ale. I, one of my favourite drinks is um, lilt and rum, or lilt and like expensive tequila. I say expensive tequila, like not the cheap tequila. Okay. If you get these, like, not the stuff that you do shots at the hen do with, but the stuff that's actually nice drinking tequila. Okay. Um, with lilt. With lilt. <laughs> tequila and lilt. Yeah, you got to get the good tequila. You, you got to get. You the... Wouldn't want to ruin it. No, sincerely, you don't do... want to ruin that lilt with cheap booze. <laughs> yeah, um, a little bit of lilt or Rio would suffice if you can find Rio. Any grapefruit-based soda. Um, so I would... What's the most foul thing... What's the most foul cocktail ingredient or drink ingredient that you've actually enjoyed? Oh, that I've enjoyed? Yes. Oh, that's very... Now, that's not the route I've been trying to take. No, I'm just curious. I've been trying to think of a decent... So I've, I think I've got my... My cocktail. Uh huh. It is. It's served in a tumbler. Nice. With a spherical ice cube. Oh yeah. It's triple sec. Nice. No. <laughs> Tequila. Oh god. Exactly. Yeah. And vanilla vodka. Gee, fucking lord. And it's called the curb stomp. Jesus fuck does it have a swastika in the ice cube what why is it what where have you got Nazi with this American History X no okay I'll let you tell the story what story what the fuck is what no I'm saying that's disregard no you can't just I can't just be like here's my drink it's called a curb stomp and you just be like ah the Nazis am I right I don't think you are. <laughs> because no, no, what? Go on. Because of the, I mean, this is deeply triggering. Triggering American History X. There's, Does someone get curb stomped in American History X? Yes, by white supremacists. Okay. It's like this whole thing. That's not the only place that curb stomping has ever occurred, Liam. I suppose that's true. 
That's just where my I brain was went. calling it a curb stomp because it's going to give you a fucking headache. Mm. I was going to be like, because ah. the next morning it'll feel like your teeth are in the back of your skull mm. because it's triple sec yes. vodka and tequila. Okay. Nothing to do with I'm, supremacy or genocide. I'm worried that other people join the dots that I joined. I don't think anyone would. Okay. I don't think anyone did. And I'm trying very hard to unjoin those dots. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Somehow, now the drink that I created is not the worst part about it. No. I would like to combine, how about pineapple rum with... Pineapple rum? Pineapple... Have you not had pineapple rum? No. Oh, Ben. We're going to make some mistakes together. Um, I think we have. Yes. Quite a lot. Uh, Pineapple rum with coconut milk. Oh. Ice, obviously. Um, I feel like with this, it's going to be ice chips. It's going to be shaved ice, isn't it? Um, no, not necessarily. I'll call it cubes. Yeah. Basic. <laughs> yeah, or crushed ice. Uh, coconut oh, fucking... milk. No, you said shards. Said ice, <laughs> yeah, chips. Ice chips. It's the same thing. I, mean, I thought ice chips were smaller than ice. What did I say? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Um, what would go well? Peach schnapps. I'm going to call it the white supremacist. <laughs> it's a pretty bad idea. It's a working oh, careful. title. People might make the, make the very clear leap between that drink and Chairman Meow. <laughs> the cat? Yeah. Hmm. The cat that killed all of the people. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to move on? I didn't on? mean to say German meow. <laughs> Did you not? <laughs> oh, are you kidding? It's gi- in Gimme, Gimme, Gimme that he mentioned German meow. He says meow because he's an idiot. I was trying so hard not to say meow that it just happened. Yeah, I see that. We're both fools. Do you want to move on? I want to. Can I undo what we just did? No. no it's done forever. <laughs> What's the most awkward thing to happen to you in a restaurant? I've got one. Go on. When when I were younger, uh, I mean, that's the case with all stories I tell. <laughs> that I would, when I was in the future. When I was in the war. When I was, uh, not that much, like, I think it closed down maybe like 10 years ago or so. So not, not ages, well, this is the wrong thing to be preambling about. Mm. My family, there was basically only one restaurant we would ever go to. It was, on the face of it, a Greek restaurant um, in the centre of Cambridge. And it closed down because it wasn't very good. Okay. But it was the only restaurant that we'd ever go to because you could order anything on the menu, be it pizza or masaka or lamb or anything, and you'd be guaranteed to have a side of boiled veg with it. That's just how they served everything. Pizza, it's got fucking peas with it, mate. Here you go. Sure. And the pizza I like was peas. pizza was massive. It was doughy, and it had too much cheese and not enough sauce. It wasn't great, but it was the only place we went because we all sort of knew what we could get. And it was one of those restaurants that had so many things on the menu that it was obvious they didn't specialize in a single damn thing. Okay. It's probably one of the many reasons it closed down. So we used to go there several times a year we knew the the restaurant owners quite well and several times i would say 10 plus times i ordered the wrong pizza because two of these pizzas 
had very similar sounding Greek names. One of them was essentially not like a meat feast, but had like pepperoni and chicken on it. Okay. The other meat, one, a meat lovers, perhaps. Yeah, some sort of meat-based pizza. Mostly it was cheese and goop. And the other one was almost exclusively aubergine. <laughs> I, know, I know what pizza you mean. It's so much aubergine. It's like... Any aubergine on a pizza feels like too much aubergine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not a small amount. It's not like a disc or... A no, this, is, a, this is an aubergine disc. As, uh, much aubergine che- dish. as much aubergine as there is cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's an aubergine dish with the cadence of a pizza. In the shape of a pizza. Um, so several times, because they had really similar names on the menu... I ordered the wrong fucking pizza and like almost every like uh, it happened the first time haha laugh it off whatever second time that's weird laugh it off whatever third time the um, the waiter was like are you sure you mean that one and I look at the menu yeah (laughs) did you not read the description now it might shock you to know that I only discovered I was dyslexic recently and that restaurant closed down 10 years ago right and it was only in the space of that 10 years but you didn't think that anyone else would consider reading what food you were ordering for you no the fact that the word aubergine no because I said the thing and then I looked at the word that I thought I said and I was like yeah that's what I said see sometimes it's okay just to point and say this one please the things on the menu were so very small that you could point and accidentally indicate any one of three dishes okay um, so that that's a that's a format issue that I have there. Uh, yeah, no, it was mostly my fault, but that happened several times, and uh, I'm not proud of it. I can't think of any awkward situations in a like none that I was awkward. Are there any things of other people being awkward that you've encountered? Like I have gone to family dinners, and like there's been nine of us mm. all ordered like roast dinners or something, and then you can really tell that none of them have worked in a busy restaurant environment. Yes. Because they're like, oh, it isn't very good. What? It's been like half an hour. (laughs) Yes, half an hour for those three people over there to cook nine roast dinners. We're not the only ones here. Like, it's a fucking busy place. They're probably doing like 15 meals before we got here. Yeah. Oh, we're very hungry now. Pre-order. If you're that hungry, have a bigger breakfast. Think ahead. Yeah. And I felt, I, I felt sort of like, please don't, like someone will come over and go, oh, would you like any more drinks? I'm like, please don't say anything about how long the food's been because it's not been long. This is not long. This is old people just being out of touch. And I know that in 10 years we're going to complain about the young people being out of touch. You have my permission to strangle me to death when that happens. Well, Do it while we're live. It, okay. Kill me while we're live until we're not live anymore. <laughs> Tipping. Yeah. I will all put a pound in each. Excuse me? A pound. Each person here has spent like 20 quid. That should be two pounds each. You're doing yes. half of what it is. Yeah. We're like one of the only countries. I'm like, I'm going to put a fiver money. in because I've done this job. That's too much. It fucking isn't. No. Because not only are we saying thanks very much for doing the job, we're apologising for everyone else I who's been to... a dickhead that you've yes. had to put up with today. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. The money isn't... It's... That's, and there's there's every chance that 
those tips go in a jar and the manager divides it equally amongst all the staff like you don't know necessarily where it goes i think there's a law coming in about that though Although oh yeah, but it'll probably be please to... strangle your waiters and piss on them. It'll probably be the no. Way. I think it, it was uh, any tips given through card or cash have to go to the staff. Okay. Um, there's like basically making it so companies can't skim off the top. Right. Okay. Anything like that. That's probably yeah. Um, okay, fine. Feels like we should. Feels like that would be common decency, but hey. Genuinely trying to think if I've ever shat myself in a restaurant. You probably have, but you probably wouldn't remember. Yeah, but I might have been a baby. Baby. And I think that's almost acceptable. Mm. At least more acceptable than a 30-year-old man doing it. Yes. And, I mean, this isn't an Aldi. Like, you can't just... You can't just... Do it on trial. the floor. Yeah. It's okay if some, if nothing embarrassing has ever happened to you in your entire life. Yeah, I mean, I know it has. I just don't think in a restaurant. What about in, like, the, the bins behind a restaurant? What do you remember that I don't? Oh, it seems like the sort of place you'd hang out. I do. I mean, it's you should never do that if you want to eat in any restaurant ever, because the chef, the 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 staff come out. And I'm not saying it's all restaurants, but there's a few places that I'm not going to mention that I will not eat. Okay, interesting. Because I would go for my cigarette break out the back, and then all the chefs from certain places would come out, still in their chef whites, still with their aprons and their hats and stuff on, smoking fags and. Hocking the biggest loogies. Great. Like proper, I'm not even going to make the noise like it would hit the wall and ricochet. Ah! <laughs> Gross. And I was like, and it wow. would be constant to the point where on my way back into work, I would have to look at the floor to avoid, and it was difficult. Mm. It was like the floor is lava, except the floor is sputum. Pure sputum. Yeah, that's not cool. Not saying that chefs can't smoke. Most of them do, in my experience. But... You take your whites off, or at least the you know you take off the things that you wear when you're doing the stuff, and then come on. These are my smoking whites. Yeah. Um. Cool. Do you want to pull another one? Don't like how you knew what I was doing in the bins. I know what you do in bins. Wow. I feel like whoever wrote this had some angry going on. Folk traditions you wish would die. Morris dancing. Why? Because it's stupid. Why? why are you saying Morris dancing and why did that pop into my head first as well? Because it's the one. <laughs> um, there's some folk traditions that I think are great. Such as? Um, dancing of Morris? No, good lord. No, um, like Irish and Scottish folk music is incredible. There's a lot of folk music traditions I really like. Um, I think kind of Appalachian bluegrass folk from the states is really nice mm-hmm. um mongolian throat singing yes lots of that um so like folk music i'm a big fan of in general and folk music and folk dancing tend to sort of go um hand in hand that's how they dance there's some folk traditions from um central europe and sort of uh, eastern northern europe that are really interesting because they they have some very interesting time signatures which you'd think would be very hard to dance to but because of the it's so ingrained in the culture they don't struggle with it um i mean there's there's um some of the dancers have people hitting each other with sticks so you'd learn to that pretty quickly well yes there's 
Uh, well, actually, in Ireland, there's a, th a thing called a slip jig, which is a common form of uh, a jig, which is in nine eight, which is not obviously. Yeah, nine eight. is a staple of prog rock, so it's interesting that like Ireland got there first, yo. Um, <laughs> Yo, yo. <laughs> um, Morris dancing, by contrast, is dog shit. It looks stupid. Okay. The music is wank. There is no skill <laughs> involved, and it does come across like you can sort of just do whatever the fuck you want. I don't know. There's, there's some. There's there's bits with the hankies, and they got hit sticks against each other. No. It's Do you horrible. think you don't like it because it's an English folk traditionally dancey thing? And if so, do you think that um, the Czech people don't like some of their traditions because it's because it feels yeah, old, I like see old people mean. do it? Um, like to us, it's boring and oh god, this again. Whereas to if, other people who aren't who haven't experienced that through all of growing up and stuff, it could be new and interesting. Maybe I was raised in folk clubs as a kid, so I didn't see... I saw way more Scottish and Irish folk music than I saw Morris dancing as a kid. Um, there's some folk traditions in the in England, like Druid shit, that I really like. Mm -hmm. I'm just casting a wide berth yep, of druid, dru shit. druid shit I'm into. Morris dancing... There's something similar to Morris dancing, which is where people in, I think, is it Essex, black up for a bit? It's supposed to represent... No, seriously. Hang on. It's either the Fens or Essex or somewhere. I mean, you just keep keep saying what you were saying. And it's a, it's supposed to represent, like, kids in the coal mine or something, and it's like... Are you talking about... Is it Black Peter? Yes, that's, that's, I might... Um... I'm going to Google. In the Netherlands. There's one in the UK. I didn't realise that there was one in the UK. Um, and it's a bit like... Like, do they just put a little bit of soot on their face? Or do they, like, fully... They, okay. they fully. Um, and it's one of those things that's like, I appreciate that this doesn't come from the place that when we see blackface, we think this comes from. But it looks exactly like that. So maybe don't. So maybe don't. So yeah, Black Pete is the, the Netherlands tradition. There is one in the UK, I'm sure. So this is the boring bit where I Google stuff. I'm sure there's one, and I'm sure it's kind of in our neck of the woods because I saw people doing it in Cambridge at the Mill Road Winter Fair. Oh. Yes. Which is also where I was reminded of my hatred of uh, Morris dancing because, boy, does that take up a lot of space. I mean, do you know what? I'm just going to Google UK blackface and see what comes up. Blackface is multiple theory. This is a Wikipedia entry entitled Blackface and Morris dancing. Here's a weird thing. Yeah, go on. Um, New York Times. This is a thing from 2020. Blackface on British TV finally faces a reckoning. There's a picture of Steve Pemberton and Reese Shearsmith. Yes. From League of Gentlemen. I don't think they have blackface in that. I know Papa Lazarou. 
Yeah. Um, features character in blackface. Papa Lazarus doesn't actually have blackface, though. Papa Lazarus looks like he has blackface, but he's actually a demon of ancient times. And that's just how he looks. Well, Papa Lazarus and the polo jazz demon from Mighty Boosh are the same sort of thing. It's a bit like, okay, you're not necessarily going for a blackface, but you mm. kind of, you're towing the, you're skimming the line a little bit. Um, so probably don't. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Morris dancing's racist. Are you fucking ready? Okay. <laughs> the term Morris dancing is believed uh, is believed to be from the late Middle English word Morris, a variant of the word Moorish, as in the Moors of Morocco. So basically, people would do Morris dancing, they'd stick on blackface and be like, lol, don't we look like Muslims? It's, oh Jesus. Well, oh my God. <gasps> okay. Uh, how do, mm, I'm just going to read this paragraph and I'm going to replace... Uh, you go first. Oh no, I was just wanted to point out before anyone goes, uh, um, they did do a bit in Psychoville, Rishi Smith and Steve Pemberton, where one of the characters puts tights on her head, ping pong balls on her eye, and sings Tina Turner. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Mm. But in Inside Number Nine, they do address like how some they are talking about comedy and how things. You can't say anymore because it's racist. I'm like, what do you mean it's racist? I'm like, yeah, you can't just put tights on your head, ping pong balls in your eyes and sing Tina Turner and expect to get away with it. I thought that was funny because it was like, hey, things do change. We acknowledge, yeah. You've noticed the thing. Go on. Racist Morris. This is Wikipedia. The article is entitled Blackface and Morris Dancing. The the section is 19th century and minstrelry. I'm just going to read the first paragraph. Uh, Chloe Metcalf, 2013, and Richard Carlin, 2008, questioned the link between American minstrel shows into Victorian England in the late 1830s and the Morris, uh, the Morris for dance. By the early 20th century, border Morris dancing was referred to colloquially by some as N-word dancing, or, here we, here we go, going N-wording. Some view this as direct evidence of the link between minstrel shows. Just gonna show that to Ben so he can. <laughs> oh, oh! It does. It says it on. Okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Let's get rid of. Uh, let's, let's get, get rid, rid of, of Morris, Morris dancing. dancing and <laughs> and colloquial blackface. Stop it. Let's replace Morris dancing with some druid shit. Yeah. <laughs> some traditions need. To, some traditions just need to fucking die out. Do you have any traditions you want to get rid of? Those fucking sponsored by bits that you make me do every episode now. That's not a fake tradition. The conversation a podcast. Where did you first encounter yodeling? Speaking of folk traditions. I mean, it must have been cartoons. Sometimes in the 90s. Yep. Um, I think, and I'm always certain it's the yodeling. Maybe Sound of Music. Sound of Music. Um, mine was Doug. Because there was, I think there was a teacher in Doug that was like a contest yodeler. Okay. And there was one episode which... It, it feels which, like there was a lot of yodeling in 90s cartoons. Feels like there was a lot of yodeling in 90s cartoons. I mean, that's the answer, isn't it? It's 90s cartoons, because for no reason there was just a lot of yodeling. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was something you could make fun of back then. 
I don't know if it was... Was it making fun? Or was it... I don't know if it was making fun of. I think It, it might was, have just been like, hey, kids, silly noises. I think it was a quirky thing from a foreign land that you could sort of mention and be like, in it, a little weird. What Look at this singing that you've Look never heard of or experienced before. Yeah. Isn't it slightly They shout odd? on top of mountains. Yeah. Oh. Those, those wacky... Those, those wacky... Swiss or whatever. People I who assume do the Swiss. Um, yeah, 90s cartoons. Easy. Done. Jobs are good. And Conversation hat. Ben, I have two... <laughs> I have two titles to choose from. All right. The floor is sputum. Or yodeling in 90s cartoons. <laughs> Oh, no, that's difficult. I really like the floor is sputum. The floor is sputum. Let's do that. Floor is sputum. Okay. And then cool. Yodeling that, in 90s that's... Cartoons is the subtitle. Yeah. Done. Ben, where are you online? I'm on the Instagrams, Liam. I am on Instagram at Spike Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N. There's pictures of me covered in sputum. Oh, no. Yodeling at you 90s got, Cartoons. You've got to stop going to... Well, by no! contrast... No, that was Tarzan. <laughs> On my Instagram, uh, pictures of me not going N-wording. Yes. Good fucking lord. You will never see Liam Morris dance on his Instagram. No, I have a separate account for that. At LT Guitarist for all the things on all the places. Uh, mostly it's music, and I've been screwing around with dumb electronics because that's who I am now. Um, yeah, no, it's fun. At Convo Hat Podcast on all the places for more of us. It's like us, but you get to see our faces as well as hear our faces. With, the f- with your face. G- yes, you use the bits on your face to see the bits of our face. And then we kiss. Uh, at, uh, what was I going to say? Um, Patreon.com forward slash conversation hat. If you want to send us a dollar, we do every month. You get access to the single question mini episode. Uh, that helps fund the show. Uh, you get more show. We get more show. Everybody show. Ben, show me your outro. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's his penis. I've got hemorrhoids. No, no it's his hemorrhoids. <laughs> no. My final thought. He stood up now for no reason. Don't push yourself too hard. No. Because a bit of your guts will pop out your butt. Someone in my house is... Scratching. Having a jolly good scratch. Screwing something in or unscrewing something. It feels very, very loud. Lucky wall. Um, Yes, then. Bye. Liam. Hello. Outro. Uh... (laughs) Just kidding. No one cares.